The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them. But the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in to the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. We live in an age where almost everything is just a touch or a click away. I recently read that more information is generated every 10 minutes than what was generated by all civilizations from the beginning of time to the modern times. In some ways, this is certainly good. But even with so many answers and so much information at our fingertips, The information age cannot answer many of the questions that really matter. At times it feels as though we are drowning in a stream of news, media, personalities, opinions, and information. Certainly the election is a painful reminder of that fact. Some researchers conclude that we are the most anxiety-plagued depression-ridden culture in the history of the world. While we are more informed than any other culture in history, we know something is missing, something Google or Wikipedia cannot answer. That something is the focus of our first reading and touched on in our gospel parable for the day. That something, my friends, is wisdom. 
Wisdom is an anchor amid information overload and the anxiety and insecurity we feel. In our gospel parable, we hear about five wise and five foolish virgins awaiting the arrival of the bridegroom. Our first reading tells us in the opening line, wisdom is resplendent and unfading. Allow me then today to highlight a few treasures from Wisdom Storehouse so that you and I might better navigate the overwhelming sea of information surrounding us, but more importantly, life itself. First, wisdom reminds us that we must learn to accept uncertainty and the unknown. Life is full of paradoxes and experiences that cannot be explained rationally. Things like love, Suffering and death will always remain mysteries in our lives. The wise person, however, learns to embrace and be comfortable with uncertainty, trusting, trusting that God is in charge of the universe and their life. I've often wondered if that will be one of the things that we will come to learn and embrace from the COVID pandemic the shutdown, having to quarantine, and the many unknowns about the coronavirus point out quite clearly, you and I are not in charge. And so now, more than ever, we are invited to accept the uncertainty of life. Second, wisdom reminds us to seek humility and to live with reverence. We know the world is full of beauty and wonder. A majestic sunset, the roaring of the sea, a moonlit night, an unborn child. The wise person responds to all this beauty and wonder with awe, reverence, and humility. The wise person learns that he or she is just a tiny drop in the great wide expanse of creation. Similarly, the wise person realized God, God is the creator of all that beauty and all that wonder. Third, wisdom reminds us that we cannot define our lives by success. The famous Trappist monk Thomas Merton once said, we can spend our whole lives climbing the ladder of success only to find the ladder has been leaning against the wrong wall. The wise person understands that success, while it's nice, is not enough. A well-lived life is found in love. It's found in service and in being in relationship to others, and most importantly, in relationship to God. Fourth, wisdom reminds you and me to accept the finality of life. We live, it seems, in a time where exercise and eating right can almost kind of be a bit of idols, blinding us to the inevitability of death. Now, I'm not against exercise or eating right. I just don't happen to like either one very much. But I do recognize they are important. They are important to my well-being. 
But numbering our days, well, it helps us maintain perspective. This life is temporary, and it is a prelude to eternal life with God. You and I were not created to live forever in this world, but rather we were created to live forever with God in heaven. As the Baltimore Catechism put it so succinctly, why did God make you? God made me to know him, to love him, and to serve him in this world, and to be happy with him forever in the next. Fifth, wisdom reminds us that character is more valuable than reputation and certainly popularity. Now, we all want to be liked, and we all want to be well thought of by others. But if we're willing to compromise our values just to be liked or just to be accepted, we have sacrificed something very precious. We have sacrificed our character. History, if you think about it, is marked by extraordinary men and women who were unwilling to compromise their values for popularity. To my mind, Abraham Lincoln and St. Paul are outstanding examples. And that's not to suggest that they didn't have flaws or sin, but rather that they chose to courageously hold on to what they believed and valued. Last, wisdom reminds us to remain steadfast in hope regardless of what is going on around us. My friends, wise people, they are hopeful people. You see, they have the ability to look back over their lives and see the blessings that are often born out of sufferings and trials. They trust. They trust that God can use anything we encounter to bless us. Good can and does emerge even in the darkest hours. Wise people know that. And more importantly, they trust in it. For many people, hope doesn't make much sense. But when you trust God, then you know it makes perfect sense. As we are reminded in the opening lines of our first reading from Wisdom, wisdom is found by those who seek her. And while information and knowledge, they are valuable, wisdom Wisdom will always remain a pearl of great price. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. 